Good evening, fellow sexual subjects. I am Nichela Ree, and you are listening to a broadcast of the Cuntcast podcast, a conversation with a classily characterized cunt carefully crafted with cognizant courage to champion conscientious consummation. And I am joined by my wonderful co-host, my audio maven. He's a wizard. He's amazing. And I missed him so much. And now we're back together and everything is okay. Mr. Aaron Rand Freeman. I wasn't prepared. I really wasn't prepared that there would be alliteration of that level. I know it was (laughs) on the actual like Google document and it's clearly it it is exactly what you said verbatim. But hearing it. Here, it's like when someone you see like a rapper's notebook and you're like, these are words. These are poems. Poems are nice. And then all of a sudden they get on a microphone and start reading those words. And you're like, oh, these words came to life. This is what you mean. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I feel so many things. So I, I, good. Hope everybody's feeling it. I it's very good. I was just not I was caught. I was not prepared. I I, it's, I guess this is a week to week. I, I, week one. It is. I got it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm in the process of learning right now. This is episode one. Of the Cuntcast podcast, and uh, I'm so happy that everybody is listening to us because uh, if you are some of the select few, some of the the magic few that got to listen to our episode zero, which uh, I had a great guest, Peach, and uh, then because of the system I was using to broadcast, it was lost to the ages, and then I complained about it. There's no more audio for it? No more audio, no more video. And the platform that I was using was like, oh, you want to complain on Twitter about us? Ha ha, now you got to pay us, bitch. So I'm not going to use that platform anymore because uh, uh, you can't have a glitch where you broadcast people's actual names because it's connected to their Facebook and then not be responsive when they tell you that that is a glitch. So, yeah. Oh, dear. Yes. So how have you been? How have you been? It's, um, it's been, it's been a while. Time. I'm trying yeah. to uh, get the... I'm, I, I am, as you know, I am the host of uh, Unreasonable Fridays with Dasha Mitchell and uh, co-host yes, Ad Space with uh, Lise Bacon. Well, well it, you know what it is? If, if, we're, if, we're going to, if we're going to have a deep dive real fast, is <laughs> I'm a Negro looking for work. And I am frighteningly overqualified for the things that make you money real fast. And then there's the normal process. So the easiest thing for me to do for me to pass the time and maintain my sanity is podcast. Yes, I agree. Um, I am now a underemployed Negro. So I'm uh, wasting away at a vanilla job that is paying me like 20K uh, less than I should be making. Mm. And all the while, I can't help but realize that. how many people are like, oh, if you just had some self-respect, get off the pole, get away from the cam, get a real job. That's actually that's and, completely wrong. Uh, yeah, a real job means um, being like six months behind on your rent, not being able to eat whenever you want to, and uh, still working like 80 hours a week. Oh. So hooray for all that self-respect for, that isn't in my stomach. For the record, a real job is whatever allows you to make it rain on brunch. That's it. It doesn't matter what you do. As long as when you go to brunch on Sundays, you don't have to check your checking account. And you're like, I'm going to eat all this food, take some home and be drunk by three, take a nap and be up by seven, watch Game of Thrones and eat my leftovers. And I still have not checked how much money I have left for the week because it doesn't fucking matter because I have a real 
fucking job that pays for all the shit I just did. That's a you know what's job. really sad. I have not felt like that since I was stripping in college. That's right, and it's fine. Totally yeah. understand. Uh, yes, hard out, hard out here for a bitch. Well, I want to again welcome everybody to the Cuntcast podcast. This is episode one, so we're still getting a feel of it. Um, uh, there, there are no strings on any of us. So I hope you aren't offended, but you are listening to something called the cunt cast. So if you are easily offended, I don't know why you're listening to us, but um, I might be using some sentence enhancers. Um, we're going to be talking about uh, human sexuality and we're going to um, get all up in it. And if you want to know what we're going to get all up in, you can always go to www.cuntcastpodcast.com. Go to our website where uh, everything we're going to talk about, I'm going to put in a link with the shoe. So uh, you could read more on anything that interests you. And if you want to follow the shenanigans of the Cuntcast Podcast, you could follow us on Twitter at Cuntcast Podcast. You could follow my beautiful ass at Blasian bitch. That's Blasian and bitch with a Y. And you could follow Mr. Anran Freeman on his. Oh, I don't have his. Where does his go? That would be uh, ANS Freeman at Twitter. Uh, ANS Freeman. There you go. On Twitter, if you need to say anything about, if you need to speak to me about anything you've heard, but I feel like all inquiries will probably go up the chain to you on this one. I'm it will, um, probably. And if you have any questions or if you have anything that you want us to discuss on the show, you could actually email us and contact us. And you could do that through uh, www.cuntcastpodcast.com. So you could send a little uh, line to movelcunt at cuntcastpodcast.com and I will read it, judge you, and then act accordingly. So... I want to uh, keep it real. So uh, we've, it's been a while and so much shit has gone down. Uh, it's almost hard to pick what stories I wanted to talk about on episode one. I kind of feel like uh, this is like the historic moment. This is, this is uh, the beginning of something beautiful or uh, a dumpster fire of epic proportions. Either way, I'm down for it. So, uh, I picked a smiddling of stories that I wished I could have talked about uh, if I had the energy to blog or um, produce more videos. <laughs> so uh, first story out of the gate, um, something that somebody sent me because they they really wanted me to talk about it. Uh, they were hoping I would, I would blog about it, but I, I didn't. I, sometimes it's hard to blog about stories like this. Because you, you want to put on like your journalist thinky, like uh, good writer hat. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes you just want to go, oh, hell, what the fuck? Like, why are you doing this? Bitch, you're just sending all of us back. <laughs> the entire species. That can be an educated. That can be an rest. educated. Oh, that can be an educated <laughs> take, you know. I, maybe, maybe. Um, so I don't know if you remember... There was a teacher, I know it's very hard to tell them apart, but a teacher who had sex with her teenage student. Uh, this one was in Iowa. I know there's so many of them. 
Uh, it's hard to keep them apart. But um, this substitute teacher, um, she uh, was in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and she was caught having sex and admitting to having sex with her 17-year-old students in her car. They would go to uh, Beaver Park, uh, which is just unfortunate, <laughs> is, but that is actual, like, is I that, swear to God, if that, you Google it, yes, I mean, is that, that is where they chose to have sex, Beaver Park. Is that kind of like how Batman's <laughs> parents were killed in Crime Alley? It has to be, like, I... <laughs> uh, I'm I, sorry. I, Please continue. It, I'm very sorry. You know what? It took me a, a couple of times, even when this was, like, a fresh story, I, <laughs> it, I practice not giggling at that. <laughs> They went to Beaver Park to fuck. I don't know. So uh, she made an appearance on Dr. Phil, uh, you know, because she is a sane and responsible human being. (laughs) And uh, she went on Dr. Phil and said that uh, she feels like she's the victim because, like... Yeah, she had sex with a 17-year-old, but, like, she had an abusive relationship, and that left her so vulnerable, so vulnerable that she took advantage of a child. Um, so uh, her name is Mary Beth Haglin, by the way. Um, mm. If you want to know where to send your angry letters, I don't did, send I, her death threats. Okay. Uh, but uh, Miss uh, Mary Beth with... Why she got a new name? That's like a step away from Becky, but it's like yeah. it almost fell there, but not quite. So Miss Mary Beth uh, was clearly fired from her teaching job, as she should be for um, having sex with a seventeen-year-old, which is not a legal adult. That's not that, uh, that, that, that rape, or am I? Am I? She not only was it rape, but she actually blamed her victim. What she said um, was, "The student twisted my brain into accepting this relationship. He did so with such intelligence and with such an elevated vocabulary that I was completely duped by the whole facade." Did that work for this her? Is, yeah, this is what she told Doctor Phil. Uh, it's not done. She's like, many people see him as a victim and me as a perpetrator. From a psychological standpoint and from every other standpoint, I feel like I am the victim. He burned my life to the ground. Yes, the minor, the child, the high school student that your adult ass decided to have sex with multiple times uh, while you were his teacher, which is a power imbalance that takes away any, uh, I like, there's no consent here. You're his teacher, and um, she should know that. But because life is terrible, can you guess what happened when little Mary Beth, little Mary Beth, the victim, whose life is just just tearing her down? Do you know what she did? Well, I imagine that she, um, after years of, um, after months of intensive therapy, has come to accept her culpability in the crime and has now um, uh, changed her position and has apologized to her victim and moved on towards a life of um, counseling other teachers who have also made the same mistake. 
Uh, that would be great. But unfortunately, this is 2017 where everything is the darkest timeline. So she decided to be a uh, exotic dancer under the name of Bambi. And um, she routinely would invite the student that she had sex with and shouldn't have any contact with to watch her dance. Yes. Uh, what? Yes. And uh, then she was recorded again saying uh, 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 basically that, uh, you know, she's just living life. So this person that she has just said uh, burned her life to the ground. She uh, is inviting him to the strip club that she works where 17-year-olds should not be. And he is watching her dance, even though she should not be within 100 feet of him, I believe. And uh, because that isn't enough for Mary Beth, Mary Beth had to take it to another level. She's on some whole other other shit where she's decided to jump into the adult industry and she's making adult films. Now, I obviously am not somebody who judges people who want to do adult films. I have no problem with it. What I do have a problem with is um, making an adult film where it focuses on the fact that you're a rapist. Wait, no, but like, no, I, I guess I was going to say it was like, you know, I was going to ask whether it, whether it was something wrong, like if there's something wrong with your springboard to being in adult films is this, but her actual role in adult films is being a rapist. Yes. So she was on a site called NebraskaCoeds.com. And <laughs> uh, during the interview part of the porno that most people fast forward through, uh, they talked to her about her, uh, why she is, has so much notoriety, as she calls it. And she goes into details about her relationship with the student. Um, she talks, she says blatantly that she was his teacher, uh, admits that she had sex with him, and says, oh, uh, this is a quote from her, a direct quote. Well, let's just say that pictures and videos like this is what got me into trouble in the first place. And then she gives like a little winky to the camera, like that shit is cute. And then she starts talking about what pet names her and her victim uh, had for each other. Mm. And she admits that she was completely head over heels for the teen that she uh, raped. Mm. Mm. Now, um, this story has a kind of a happy ending because she's going to jail. <laughs> Mm -hmm. but she's only going for like i think it's like three months she got a year sentence but like well, nine months is time served well what what is she what is she going to jail for for, for having for, for for raping this child the 17 year old child oh, okay so she's being punished for a crime but is she being punished for turning the crime into a um career in adult films where she is the rapist uh no uh, I would have to say no, because uh, I don't know, three months for sexually assaulting a child seems it's pretty little, lenient to me, pretty little, light. It's a little, the thing about it is like, even if you've gotten such a few, even if you've gotten the sentence, if you have then, if you do then release a adult film where you then, does, does that count 
in any way being able to when you openly acknowledge that you are a rapist and that you are in love with your victim and that you have pet names and that you guys used to go back and forth and you're head over heels in love with this person like yeah shouldn't that you be know, a bad thing isn't that bad ruined your life the yeah. teen that you raped ruined her life right yeah so she is hot dumpster trash garbage and uh I don't know. I just feel weird because I saw so many people um, posting this article and there were some people that were like, oh, he's so lucky or, you know, uh, basically saying like, oh, she she spun off that black dizzik. And I'm like, she raped a child. God damn it. What the fuck is wrong with you people? But um, people, that's wrong. wrong with them. They are people. <sighs> so uh, that's that's how we're going to start. So um, we can only go up from yeah. here, right? Yes, only up. Oh, wait, no, everything is terrible. Uh, so uh, I like myself some lube. I, I'm somebody who doesn't feel intimidated by lubricants. There, there's a lot of people who just say they don't believe in them. I don't understand it. Uh, I mean, like I get people who don't like believe in air conditioning because maybe it's unnatural, but like, because it's like Freon and shit, but like lube, like you don't believe in lube, like you just... Well, Want you your can't, asshole to hurt? Well, you can't not believe in lube. It's an oh, it's a necessary yes. part of any of 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 um penetrating sexual activity, isn't it? Oh, I I had the unfortunate uh instance of being with somebody uh that was attempting intimacy who did not believe in lube, also did not believe in her- oral sex. But he but it's a dude. It's kind of like when dudes have really strong opinions about like childbirth and stuff, like and like child rearing. It doesn't really matter because they're not your parts that require the lubricant, you see. Well, I think like dudes, you, I think dudes go through more lube than women do because, you know, when you guys are like giving yourself a good handy, Jake, old, you know, self old fashioned there, lube helps, you know, even if you're throwing it, mixing it up, having a tanga egg or something like that, lube makes it nice. Uh, one of the most popular lubes, which... I used to be a kind of fan of, um, you know, because it's very, um, you know, it's not fancy lube. It's not, doesn't have like pearl essences. It doesn't make your, your cooch tingle. It's just, it was good basic lube. It's the kind of lube that you get in like Walmart when like you're on like that sleazy condom run and you're like, hey, yeah, wet. When I'm going to be later, well, I will never be able to do that again because uh, very quietly earlier this summer, um, WET decided to announce that they are officially sponsoring James Dean and JamesDean.com. Now, I know uh, a lot of people that are listening to these Unreasonable Friday podcasts might not be as, uh, you know, porn literate or maybe not follow adult industry news. But if you don't know who James Dean is, um, he's been accused of uh, sexual assault by multiple women, including uh, his exes. He's been accused of abusing his scene partners on set. And, um, yeah, I kind of feel like wet dropped the fucking ball. This is kind of like, uh, a company deciding out of nowhere to be like, Hey, you know, we should put our name behind. No Cosby. Um, Seems like a good dude. 
Yeah, that's the thing. It's at the point now where a, a mild Google search of James Dean will bring this up. You don't really need to look that hard. It's not secret allegations. It's very public. He's very publicly under siege for this. He's going. Yeah. He seems to be doing okay because he is a white man, but these allegations are following him. You don't have to look very hard. Uh, you know, his um, longtime ex-partner, who um, was the first person, well, not even the first person, but the first person to be taken seriously talking about how abusive he was, Stoya, um, uh, who is also a performer, you know, it's so sad to see that, like, it's been harder for her because uh, if you go in her mentions, there's still, like, shitlords who are, like, yelling at her, like, how could you accuse him? It's like, because he did it, probably. Um and uh, I'm, I'm just so disappointed because wet, you know, they're usually pretty active in the community. You know, um, they do they do like outreach for education. They have like uh, all kinds of these progressive sounding programs. And then they throw their hat behind a uh, goddamn woman beater. So um I realize um, one thing I've learned from American politics is that progressive usually means you are progressive on one topic so that you can be not be as conservative as possible on the other topics you know less about. So you've earned the right to then stop caring. So they are progressive on the uh, on the in the, the uh, guys of under the heading of uh, sex education. But then, of course, like sexual assault and then the actual safety of of, of performers they don't have to care about because they're already progressive in one way. Yeah. And it's like, even the press release that they, they posted the press release on X biz, which I'm like, you know, nobody fucking reads X biz unless, you know, you're some porn mope and you're bored. Like I got it. It it was emailed to me and it took me like two weeks to read it until I actually saw what I, what I was getting. Uh, The, uh, spokesperson for wet has this quote and it just sounds so creepy because it's for james dean okay this is what he said i'm super excited to be expanding our support with james dean to his personal website it's been absolutely wonderful working with him and it's amazing to be moving forward and taking our support to the next level (laughs) we've already done great things together and i can't wait to see what future holds for wet and james dean.com oh dear i feel like i feel like there are at least two people that didn't do their googling to prevent the company from getting into this type of hot or getting into this type of trouble there's someone there was a lot there was something happened some someone didn't do their own work i i I, the thing is like they had to know they are so uh entwined in the industry it just makes me kind of feel like did did you like help him hold her down like at this point it just seems like they're just really into it and everything he does and they let him speak um because they are not smart people um so he's vouching for their reputable name which there is a a short list of people who i would not want to vouch for my reputation and james dean is very high on that fucking list (laughs) uh so he's like wet makes amazing products and has a very reputable name and after using their lube exclusively on set for analyze.com i and seeing the reputation from the performers I know how much I love using it. And I jumped at the opportunity to have them be the official lube of jamesdean.com. I kind of feel like, why did you have to do this? Like, what site 
even huge sites i don't know what their official fucking lube is like that sounds like somebody had to go out of their way to be like hey hey there's this guy who's accused of beating the shit out of women and raping them on set how can we support this motherfucker that i can't it does, imagine it does anything seem like, else happen it does seem like they made a cushy office position like he's director of head of he's the director of head of finance supervision east coast like they made a position so that he can exist as the as something they advertise so they did seem to have they did they did seem like they were seeking him out yeah like and yeah you're right you're right i kind of so you know i i'm just i'm not going to use wet anymore i don't care it's cheap and it's available but um i'm never using their shit again so uh if you're like me who just decided uh wet is fucking dead to me uh there are some alternatives to wet um and i will put them in the uh, description on the site, but I will tell y'all my favorite, uh, which I spoke about uh, anytime anybody asked me about lube, I cannot sing the praises of uh, this lovely water-based, paraffin-free, glycerin-free, hypoallergenic lube that comes in like 20 fucking flavors. Uh, it is koala-flavored lube. Now, it is not koala-flavored. The name of the lube is koala. And koala makes flavored lube, not koala-flavored lube, which a lot of people see. And it's kind of a turnoff because uh, I don't know what koala tastes like. Uh, but they, uh, the nature-loving lubricants, they have a whole brand. And my favorite brand that they have um, is their vegan brand and also the koala, which is uh, aromatic flavors. And they have all kinds of like really fun flavors. Um, they have um, banana custard, papaya mango, mojito, red velvet, um, creme brulee, which uh, one that I, I really liked. Orange creamsicle, I'm not going to lie, was not a fan. But they have caramel apple, which actually fucking tastes like caramel apple. And if... Uh, I don't know if you how versed you are in flavored lube, but half of the time, flavored lube makes you kind of just wish uh, you just had ass. You would <laughs> rather just have ass in your mouth than the flavored lube. Uh, That's actually I don't know. I, I thought I, I thought I was the only one that thought that because I realized there's so many different flavors of it, but I'd rather just taste ass than yeah. I mean, it, it's it's like almost something that I could possibly sort of like, and I'm already got my face in ass. So I like this ass more than whatever this 2% of whatever it is that this flavor is, is already ha trying to do. So I would just, please. Yeah. Uh, basically they use food grade um, uh, ingredients so you can eat it like it's edible. Like, uh, so that's why I like it. And you know what? Another reason why I love koala flavored lube, they don't support fucking rape apologists or people that beat their girlfriends. So there's an alternative to uh, wet. Uh, another alternative to wet, let's say you are, uh, you know, you're, you like the natural, you want to keep it, uh, um, you know, you, you're a hippie. Well, I have something for you. Have you ever heard of the butters? Uh, no, ma'am. What is that? The Butters is a um, artisanal lube that is made by Jerome Stort Nichols, who is um, a very talented uh, writer and creator. Um, he is um, a very passionate um, queer um, activist, 
And he also makes some bomb-ass all-natural oil-based lubricant. So uh, you could you know, moisturize your whole situation while getting your situation situated. Like, I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, though, I want to make a special note because I know uh, I'm saying this is alternative to wet. And wet is a water-based lubricant. The butters is a oil-based lubricant. And oil-based lubes, not latex safe. So you should not use any latex sex barriers, um, condoms, dental dams, anything, gloves. Don't use that if you're using this oil-based lube. But if you are in a situation where that shit is going to be cool and you're not going to use latex, maybe you're losing polyurethane, maybe you're, you know, you're just chill and uh, you don't mind a little skin to skin, the butters is a great way to go about it because not only are the butters a alternative to a lubricant that uh, is fucking giving money to a guy who beats the shit out of women. The butters starts at $1.35. Really? Yes. And that $1.35 lube, which uh, is the one-eighth ounce jar of it, which could go in all of your holes and all over your body, so you could be not ashy anymore, and well fucked for $1.35. And I think that's magic. And you get to support a uh, black queer man. So, you know, put your money where your mouth is, you know, buy black. So that is another, oh, I forgot the best reason why you should support the butters. They uh, do not support a guy who beats women. it's really, really great. <laughs> That's a uh, major, major bullet point there, guys. It's a major, major bullet like, point. Like any other alternative to wet, literally any other lube that doesn't sponsor a, spe- a serial abuser, you know? Just, just you know, put it out there. I like, how, I like how the bar is on the ground, by the way. <laughs> it's kind of like how a lot of other natural hair products kind of um, got a big bump because Shea Moisture turned heel on all the black women. It's like the bar is on the yeah. ground. By just remaining decent, you might get a big bump because someone else cannot remain decent long enough for them to for, for them to do anything. And then you just wind up kind of sliding up in the standings because they're terrible. Yeah, pretty much. Though I, I had issues with Shea Moisture because I uh, didn't want to buy it for so long because I'm like, I'm broke. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to like dive in and get it. And it broke all my fucking hair off. So I want to say a special fuck you to those Shea Moisture person. And it was the Jamaican black castor oil formula that had like, it was like the 308th ingredient, Jamaican black castor oil. And they put like some fucking food dye in it and broke off my goddamn hair. So fuck you, Shea Moisture. <laughs> I see you in the streets. It's just going to be me and, you, and then it's just going to be me. That's how I feel about Shea Moisture. <laughs> I lost like seven inches of fucking hair. I'm real mad. So I, I I was going back and forth on whether I wanted to talk about this because it's the first show and all my stories were sad and, or made me mad and made me want to tell people to go fuck themselves. But I feel like I can't ignore this because uh, it is uh, it's just a turducken of everything that pisses me off. And I, I figured like we could vent together, uh, you know, um, I'm pretty sure you've heard about what's going down with Usher. You mean that uh, slowly developing episode of Law and Order Special Victim U- Victims Unit? That is yes. his. Uh, that is uh, his sex life at the moment. 
Yes, uh, because HIPAA just could go fuck itself, apparently, uh, in in the world of, of Usher. Uh, yeah, uh, so I... I I don't really want to focus on that situation because it's really confusing and I personally don't really get how uh, this these lawsuits are flying back and forth because there are people who are now saying that nobody involved has herpes, but... <laughs> that seems mighty convenient. <laughs> yes. Uh, so basically a woman came forward and said that uh, she had unprotected sex with Usher, which, you know, who wouldn't have unprotected sex with Usher? Um, and he knowingly exposed her to genital herpes uh, and did not disclose it. And she is uh, suing suing him. So, uh, which I'm, I don't know how I feel about that, suing people for um, exposing you to herpes because at this point, herpes is like part of the human condition. It's almost shocking that we still consider it a disease. Really? Uh, do, do you know how prevalent herpes is? Isn't it? Uh, I think I read it was three out of four people or something like that. Some outrageously high number that does make it part of the human condition. Yeah. At, at this point, it, you have to wonder like, is this really a disease or just a thing that humans do? <laughs> Uh, especially because uh, we've blown it completely out of proportion uh, about herpes. We make people who have um, STDs and SDIs kind of feel like they are lepers and they should feel bad and they're terrible. And we make it this like um, moral uh, argument when really it's just like, it's skin to skin contact. You could wear a condom, you could practice safe sex and still contract herpes so um this woman who's saying oh i'm gonna sue him because we had unprotected sex well even if you had protected sex you still could have had herpes so it hit the argument that she's saying oh well usher told me he didn't want to work on them and he had herpes and um, you know that exposed me like you were still exposed even if he was like you're absolutely right let us wear all the condoms let let's just wear latex suits like if there was like a little tear and he he had herpes and he had an outbreak. There's a chance. It's just, um, uh, you know, uh, there's so, a really great TED talk uh, right. from a woman. Her name is Ella Dawson. And she is a advocate for people that have genital herpes. So she was actually working as an educator at the time. So she was working at Planned Parenthood. So she knew everything about safe sex and she still contracted herpes. And um, uh, when you're saying three out of four people, it's actually two out of three people in the world have um, uh, HSV1, which is general herpes. Uh, so uh, I, I kind of learning more about it. I think I was definitely one of those people that were like, oh, my God, if you have a disease and you touch me and I get it, I'm going to sue you. I'm going to sue your mom. I'm going to kick your dog because you gave me this disease and now I'm a dirty person. Um which in college, I kind of realized like uh, it's totally random because the the people that I know that contracted genital herpes were like all uh, very monogamous people that practice very safe sex. Meanwhile, I was getting dicked down by whomever, whatever. I literally had sex in college because there was nothing on TV. Well, honestly, like, 
isn't that how a lot of people have sex? Like, yes. I mean, a lot of people have sex because there is some, like, there is a, there is nothing else to do but have sex. And I, it's something that I don't feel like we acknowledge enough. Like, there's no real song or dance to it. A lot of sex occurs in very mundane situations. Yes. I mean, <laughs> there's people who uh, know me and only got laid because Catwoman was on HBO and I just could not find the remote. Right. So I've had people, I've had people um, leave. I've had people leave me and then call me back and be like, hey, do you want to have sex? And I was like, what are you bored? And then she would, they'd be like, yeah, a little. And I was like, all right, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Understandable. Uh, uh, but the thing is, like, they contracted herpes. They had, like, one, two partners. I lost count. I don't even see the point of counting anymore. And I have never contracted anything. So uh, it's not who is the best person or who is the safest because there was a time in my life where I didn't give a shit about fuck. So I was doing whatever to whoever, however, and I didn't get anything. So uh, I kind of feel like it's who's going to be struck by lightning. But um, what got the internet in a tizzy is the woman who uh, had unprotected sex with Usher and is suing Usher or claims to have unprotected sex uh, with Usher, according to her lawsuit. Uh, her name is uh, Quintasia Sharpton, and she's a plus-size woman. And apparently... A big girl catching dick is just too much for the internet to handle. It's just beyond their imagination. And I kind of feel uh, re like reading this reaction, I was watching it go up and down my Twitter timeline. Uh, it's kind of how I think most people felt uh, when Daenerys was like saying, I don't believe in White Walkers, even though the bitch like hatched dragons out of fire and she's fucking like fireproof. <laughs> like that's how I felt because... Um, I feel like everybody was like clutching their pearls and losing their collective shit. But uh, you're the same dudes who are sliding in the DM, uh, like a big girl Twitter. You're the still the same dudes who are beating off to BBW porn. So I don't get it. I, I don't get this reaction. Like, like she is not pretty enough for Usher to have exposed her to an STI like that. She has to be thin. Only pretty thin bitches can get herpes from Usher. Like the fuck. That's an. <laughs> I, I, I like how they removed the goalpost from the stadium on that one. They just removed all the. They just didn't even slide it around. They removed it from the stadium. It's just like you, we we can't even talk about this at all because only attractive women, only thin attractive women, have. Yeah, like she has. I kind of feel like they uh, they're treating this like Usher has like a designer strain of herpes. So like it has to be like. Illuminati pretty bitch herpes <laughs> and you must be a size double zero and dance in videos to get this fabulous strain of herpes um I, I it's just so disheartening because I kind of feel like she has a uh, a very black girl name and she's a big woman and apparently that was all people needed to uh just completely turn on her <laughs> I felt like before she showed her face. The tide was very like, what the fuck is wrong with Usher? How could he expose people? Blah, blah, blah. And then she has this press conference and um, it kind of looks like these press conferences usually do where um, the lawyer tells you to kind of look homely and be very sad and, um, you know, victim yourself up a bit. 
And Twitter was just like, oh, she can't even put herself together. She's a fat, sloppy bitch. And I kind of feel like, what what should you wear to your press hearing about having unprotected sex with Usher who may have exposed you to herpes? What outfit? Is that a little black dress situation? Uh, Like heels? Like what what do you wear to uh, allege that a kind of over the hill pop star uh, oh, that, know, was, that was a shot had, fired can we i understand you're telling a news story but can we just take a minute to just you just fired a shot i just continue i'm i'm just saying the truth i mean when his usher, voice I'm, I'm not gonna lie when, when has his, not been the same since his voice, chili fluids dried from his penis he was just never the same he's never recovered well when his voice changed he wasn't the same but that's neither here nor there all right go on <laughs> so um there's all these memes that people are making, you know, making really, uh, if white people made these jokes, we'd be marching in the streets. Uh, you know, everything from she's got to watch the chicken fry to, you know, he just rolled her and hit the wet spot, like, like gross things. Um, and I don't know, I kind of feel like, weren't we just talking about body positivity? Like, a couple of weeks ago because all those bloggers are like rihanna's fat now she's terrible she right got fat but there's a different she... but body positivity if it's the gateway to a serious discussion about stis then we don't want to have we we want body positivity so we can continue to fawn over rihanna who's a beautiful woman but we don't mm-hmm. want to talk about herpes and the um and and uh some misconceptions and the stigma surrounding it we don't talk about that yeah well i mean we don't really want to talk about herpes um but another thing that pisses me off the the, the whole uh big girl uh she let him fuck raw because that's just what big girls have to do so they we can catch dick and uh if there is a resource on the planet that there is too much of it is hard dick just always going where it it's not wanted where it wasn't asked for, nobody sent for it, but there it is, just proud as, as Dick could be, just going, hey, I'm here, appreciate me. Not that I've earned it, I just, you know, I'm just here, turgid, veiny, in your face. Uh, so I don't really feel that people want to, I feel like we're not ready to have this conversation. Like maybe if this happened like 10 years from now, there'd be like a civil discussion about it. But at this juncture, like society, like we just broke. I feel like we can't, like there's too much going on. (laughs) And uh, like our empathy, just, we just didn't have enough. We, we we ran out of empathy years ago. Uh, We're running on empty. We're running on definitely running on reserves right now what i thought was also super fucking ironic while this story was happening while uh uh, this woman was being uh read to filth for her appearance and for having unprotected sex and uh for dry humping usher even though if most 19 year olds at her age would have dry humped the fuck out of usher i don't understand I don't understand why we're why we're going to why, are we really running her up the flagpole for that that for fucking yeah. Usher? Yes, apparently. Um, well, there's the people who believe like, oh, there's no way Usher fuck that because she's not a person anymore because she's fat and you know fuck fat people. Uh, 
So now it's just like, oh, she must be lying because she's fat. And uh, people who believe the, the, the story, because it's not like uh, Usher doesn't have access to all the groupie love he possibly could ever want. Uh, and we already talked about the odds of who, you know, is exposed. So he, if he is running through groupies the way uh, rumor has it, then, yeah, he's a high risk person for, um, you know, herpes because skin to skin, as we said. But now all of a sudden it's like, oh, she doesn't have herpes because she doesn't fuck because she's fat and she can't catch dick. And I just think that's sad. But at the same time that this story uh, was bubbling over on Twitter, uh, a product was not using the story, thank God, but they decided to do a social media push. Now, I am not one to say that they planned it or that they wanted to coincide with uh, this Usher herpes thing. I'm just saying that maybe it was uh, anti-synergy. Uh, <laughs> That's a good word. Yes. Just, just mm. Not what you want to happen at that time. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, I hope I'm saying this right. It has the dumbest name. I'm going to spell it and, and we'll like wrestle how we say it. Uh, it's spelled J. I F T I P. I think it's Jif Tip. It's Jif Tip? I think it's Jif Tip. Uh, but as in just the tip. So uh, this company is saying that they have an alternative to condoms. Uh, I'm just going to call it just the tip because that's, that's what they want you to think about it. Uh, this new product is for people with penises. And it is uh, duct tape uh, with a balloon on it for your dick. I mean, that's the best way I could describe it. Oh, my God. What they want to do, they want you to take like an alcohol swab and uh, swab your dick. And this is when you're supposed to be at the, the height of arousal because you want to penetrate your partner. But uh, they want you to swab down your dick, align a little uh, sticker. And then slap that on your dick Wait. and then enjoy sex. Hey guys, um, alcohol burns. Now it doesn't mean that it will burn on contact with your skin, but if anything is open, if any part of your skin is not completely sealed up, it will burn like the dickens. So uh, anything, any type of irritation on your penis during the preparation period will burn. Uh, and, and God forbid, if, if you like it a little rough, uh, there's going to be little tears. And um, see how this ingenious invention works. Uh, you put the sticker on your dick hole and you still have to pull out. Uh, but it's there to hold pre-cum in. Wait, so, uh, wait, so I'm so I'm rubbing I'm putting rubbing alcohol on my dick to then pull out so this is me this is me putting rubbing alcohol on my erection so that i can so i don't pre-come into mm -hmm. a woman yes because apparently condoms are uncomfortable but not uh so terrible that i think you should uh tape something to uh your dick hole that you you have to then pull out and then you have to take that thing off before you come 
because what, what there's not to... enough room. It won't catch your cum. It doesn't have like enough of a reservoir, like a condom. So you can just like come and feel good and enjoy life. Uh, no, they want you to uh, be fucking Spider-Man and have all the reflexes. So you could pull out at the same time, rip a sticker off your dick hole and uh, not cry. Uh, but actually they know you're going to cry because on their website, they actually say, does it hurt when you take it off? Yes, it does hurt, but you quickly build a tolerance to it. Like drinking beer, strange first, suddenly you're addicted. That is from their fact page. But so then what happens if you don't take it off? Uh, well, so it could cause some blockage. Uh, you could actually injure yourself quite a bit, uh, because there's there's no place for all that come to go and you know uh, for those of us who have seen a money shot uh, it's being propelled at quite uh, impressive force and this is a sticker going no you stay in there and um, have you ever where's it gonna go have you ever i mean have you ever tried to keep someone from coming outwardly by blocking that hole no uh, I've I've done it in jest and I've had it done seriously. I was I was getting a hand job in a train station and we had to keep it clean. But I was a kid and you you know, so I didn't want to know. Yeah, and and that is that is no that's like the little volcano science projects it's like that. No chance. You you have no chance. So if and if and think about it, if you the stickers on there, either your own cum will blow it off, tearing tearing it off your penis, which is painful. Or it will work yeah, really well and keep it in, which also will be very terribly painful. Like, it's going to break your dick. Yeah, so many things in there would just be backed up, uh, ruptured even. Just don't don't tape your dick hole. It, it, there's a hole for a reason. Things have to go out. That's the, the basic science of it. Uh, gluing things to your general the genitals, uh, in general, not a great idea. Um, especially because they're all website basically said hey this this is terrible this hurts um and also their justification for it uh is that it's a upgrade from condoms and uh they basically say that if you're healthy your healthy skin is virtually impenetrable uh to germs they on their website they say healthy skin is a virtually impenetrable natural what? germ barrier. What? <laughs> what? Yes. I am reading. There's a direct quote from their website. I, if they you should, they trust should... it. Wait. Okay. You read. Okay. You read. Yeah. Like, if you trust it, isn't wearing a raincoat double wrapping? The holy grail in condom science is to develop a material as good as skin and charge you for it. So they're basically saying condoms is a scam. Because healthy skin, if your skin is healthy, then you won't get any dick bumps. Yeah, that's not how the world works. Um, I want to I wanna launch a class. Can we Can we get, like, can we be first in line for the class action lawsuit? Like, I'll buy, like, 10 of them and just, like, be like, I don't even, like, I guess we'll use them in jest, I guess. Like, I'll say I'll use two of them. And then we could just be the first class action lawsuit. So when the line comes, we're first in line already, like Black Friday. <laughs> I, the sad part is um, they're very open with the fact that they have not tested this product to stop pregnancy, prevent um, any STDs or STIs, or 
uh, anything, but they're saying that this is an upgrade from condoms. Like this is another quote from their ingenious website made by somebody who deeply hates the creator of this product. Um, this is from their learn more section. But what about herpes, HPV? Uh, just the tip only protect, uh, protects pleasure and convenience, not STIs or pregnancy. So dick tape is apparently very convenient from them. So ripping something off your penis hole, uh, which is so painful that in another part of the website, they say that um, if your partner catches you crying, you should just say it's true love because ripping something off your penis is going to hurt. I have a question. So. I have another question. If you keep using it, you're going to keep ripping the skin. So you're going to create a very sore area of irritated, slightly torn skin directly at the entrance of your penis. Directly yes. at the at the, the point of attack, you're going to create a... Part of, uh, yeah. part of your business there so like in the road to the inside to the inside of your penis which is wildly sensitive you're then going to create like irritation there what if you want to use more than one dick tip like you want to have sex again uh, well they don't have any answers to that they pretty much say hey look we're admitting that it hurts so you can't sue us when you rip half of your penis off trying to uh get this they're basically saying hey you're gonna lose a layer of skin but like condoms suck am i right uh i for me i don't think raw dog in it is worth that i like all the skin around my genitalia um and you know women there's constantly always uh people trying to get us to glue shit to our vaginas um or put something in a vagina that's terrible but I, I feel like now there's this resurgence of terrible products to tape to penises that will um, make everything worse. It won't protect you from uh, infection. Uh, it won't stop pregnancy. So it's pretty much just like a dick torture device. Maybe this product is uh, made by a really smart misandrist that just wants uh, to see um, <gasps> all the dick burn. Do you think it's just six black women laughing to themselves? Yeah. That just people that are like, you know what? You know what I'm sick of? Dicks. I mean, like, that's fair. Can you think of a better revenge plot? We're mm. going to charge you to rip the top layer of your dick hole off we're gonna, several times. So we're going to take the massive persuasive power of the white man and convince all you other men to tear the skin off the head of your penis slowly over the course of many years for the sake of having a slightly protected but really unprotected sex that doesn't really prevent you from doing anything it just gives you the extreme possibility of contracting an infection at the head of your penis from the sores or just breaking it by not ripping off the tape fast enough when you come and then just blowing up the head of your penis yeah um another great quote that uh, from this <laughs> website from the GIF tip website is um, from their fact page, what they intend this project uh, to do, it's going to quote, unquote, slam the door on foreign invaders and trap those few eager baby seeds until you're ready to let them go. The fact page says is the point of this product, what it is designed to do 
is to slam the door on foreign invaders. This is their wording completely, word for word. Slam the door on foreign invaders and trap those few eager baby seeds until you're ready to let them go, holding back the pre-cum. I want to sue them. Like, I understand they're saying they don't know anything, but they're actively selling something that will destroy your penis and nothing else but your penis. Now, if I find out, like, if all of a sudden we're about to launch our class action lawsuit and we get this secret email from, like, the six black women who are actually behind this, and all of a sudden we just, yeah. have to, we just drop our lawsuit, we're like, oh, no, no, it's fantastic. We, we were just, I was just using it wrong. I'm sorry, guys. I, um, <laughs> you know, you know, black people, we don't know anything. Sorry, guys. Anyway, we really enjoy your product. It's a great thing. All men should be using it. Legit. Tip. Yes. Uh, <laughs> What I just love about this product is how they're just so okay with making something that has no reason to exist. Yes. Uh, it's it's a, a condom alternative that does nothing condoms do. Right. It's basically pulling out, but you rip the top layer of your dick hole off. Like, that's, that's it. They're like, right. I like the pull-out method and uh, its risk, but uh, is there painful adhesive involved? And they're like, nope. I mean, that might, have a solution. that might have a place in like certain types of sexual acts, maybe certain preferences. Someone might actually want to slowly rip the skin off their penis when they I've seen people do all types of unspeakable things to their penis and come immediately yeah. afterwards. So maybe this might fall under that heading of people who really enjoy doing the terrible things to their penis to get off. Yeah. But then they mass produced it like if they were just like, oh, here is a new product for the pain olympics 2017 uh to take the internet by storm sure but they're like hey people who like to have sex um use it for everybody and i think it's it's for no one um because the main thing that uh you're worried about pre-cum uh and getting pregnant from pre-cum is because you've had sex before so there's still uh sperm in your urethra that's like left over from your last ejaculate so this literally solves a problem that is like, okay, I've had sex ejaculated, but now I want to have sex again. And I don't want any pre-cum that might have uh, sperm in it. So I'm going to put an uh, adhesive blockage to my urethra, which I'm sure is super healthy. And uh, that is going to solve a problem that I don't have because it's not a solution to anything. It's just a torture device. So yeah, this is a, and the weird part is like, there's always these stupid fucking products. Like I keep a little list of them in the back of my head ever since I uh, started my blog. Uh, the first one I ever wrote about was um, somebody claimed to have gone to India where they put like breath mints in their vaginas, but she was making it sound like it was like some ancient yoga technique to put mint up your twat. And a whole bunch of India people are like, hey, uh, there's like a billion of us and literally nobody's doing that. What the fuck are you talking about, white lady? And she had to pull her sight down and shit. But like people were buying the pussy mints because she was like, hey, this is what Indian people do and they're, you know, yoga. So give me money. And it worked and they made money. And these asshats with their dick stickers, they're making money off this. And everybody's getting an infection. You're like, if you use this product, you're getting an infection. If you're using the damn pussy mints, you're getting infections. Just terrible ways that um, we abuse our genitals. 
And I think it's because we're just we're just not ready to accept that pussies should smell and taste like pussy and and dicks are just they're gonna be dicks. They're they're gonna spew some baby juice and you wrap it up or you deal with the baby juice. Uh, there's just so many dumbass products. Did you hear about the passion dust? Are you up on on your passion dust? No, I'm not. I'm not up on passion dust at all. No, no. Okay. So, uh, oh God, passion dust. I saw this trickle uh, down and around uh, the like sex toy reviewer Twitter um, because basically. It's something a, a pill that uh, you a capsule, if you will, that you shove up your your cunt, and uh, as you're fucking, it dissolves, and then uh, glitter comes out. So it's supposed to make you cum glitter. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Uh, which Mm-mm. do you know what they make glitter out of? Mm-mm. Google that shit. It's like mica, like a lot of Mm-mm. a lot of sharp. Uh, small particles, mm. plastic, uh, mm-hmm. all kinds of shit. Uh, it's basically like, hey, let's grind up some glass and put it in our pussies, and then like when we come, we'll sparkle like mermaids. That's pretty much what this can fucking package was. Can I be honest? I think I think white people need to be stopped. I'm going to put this on. I'm going to put this on the shoulders of white folks. Unchecked, unsecured white people, because of a lack of oppression. With the extra four hours of anxiety-free day they have, they get to really, really push the boundaries of what makes sense because they don't have to worry about making sense because it all makes sense to them. So yeah. I'm going to uh, put that on. actually... What? Uh, surprise, surprise. The passion dust intimacy capsules were not created by a medical professional. Oh, that's what they were created uh, by a not a white person. Oh, okay, that's fine. I was about to be... I was ready for that oh, plot no. twist. Okay. No. Oh no, no. Uh, you you call that one out. Uh, <laughs> and you know sh- this woman, you know, decided I I'm just really into the idea of coming glitter, um, which is something I've said sarcastically. Uh, um, but but like, nope. come is inherently delight- gonna- but isn't come inherently delightful? It should be, and I feel like come is enough. Like. Female ejaculate is magical, uh, or vaginal uh, ejaculate is magical because you have to really work hard for it. And um, you know, most people, it's like such, it's like yeah, it's it's its own. Kind of like the elf on the shelf of of uh, you know, the shebang of of orgasm because you know you never know what it's gonna be like. Is it gonna be a little gush? Is it gonna be a squirt? Is it gonna be you know you're chilling then you're like oh what the fuck and it's just like down your leg. You never know. Uh, it's like a, a a mystery and it's magical but apparently it wasn't glittery and full of chemicals so uh um they're like know. oh gotta fix that shit i feel like i'm gonna take the, i'm gonna take the l for that one as a dude that we are downplaying the glory that is female ejaculate so i'm gonna take the i'm gonna take the l as a cis heterosexual male right that i am that i am not i am complicit in not challenging the idea that uh, ladies come is not satisfied it's not extremely satisfactory on its own so i'm sorry i will assume responsibility if someone ever suggests that if you think that you need to come glitter or if someone suggests you come glitter that's on me i'm sorry my bad i'm so sorry yeah uh-huh. 
And what what really boggles my mind, what really gets my goat, uh, is people like embrace that shit. Like she was written about in the Daily News, the New York Post, magazines, and nobody was like, hey. Is it cool to put glitter in our twats, doctors and medical professionals? And that's, a, that, nope. that's like the first thing I look at whenever I see something going inside of anyone's vagina. Anything that is recommended to, I immediately look at the doctor in the room. Like if someone's like on a podium, he's like, we have vagina chocolates to improve the taste of your vagina. And immediately I pivot towards the doctor that's in the room. That's a thing. That is a legit thing people are doing. I know you're being facetious, but there was... There's a trend of women putting raw cacao and chocolate in no, their vaginas. No. Yes, I Google that shit. It's real. L- doctors are literally saying, please, please, please stop putting chocolate up your vagina. Because sugar is one of those things that makes vaginas very sad. Uh, and uh, chocolate, especially like processed chocolate bars, like a Hershey bar, doesn't have any fucking cacao in it, but, but it has sugar by the oodles and people are just shoving it up there because they heard that uh you know some celebrity or fucking Gwyneth Paltrow told them that it was awesome so uh they're just putting it up there and then infection you get an infection that's how infections happen but yeah uh I shit thee not um there was a trend of chocolate in the in, in the vagina I can't remember why I remember people doing it. All right. I'm looking now and uh, literally says um, chocolate syrup in chocolate syrup plus vagina equal infection on Reddit. So, yes. Um, okay. Fine. Fine. Actually, I the first thing I Googled that came up was 18 things you should never put in your vagina. Yep. Uh, how to safely use food parlay. Don't. Put chocolate in your vagina is like the first thing. Uh, but yeah, that's that was a thing that, um, you know, it, there's so many uh, genital fads that come and go and all of them seem to, to really hurt you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we had a lot of fun with that chiropractor that decided that um, women should um, glue their labias Excuse During me? their periods. Excuse me. Oh, you didn't hear about that? Yeah, there, there's a guy who, uh, not a gynecologist, a chiropractor, decided that women were just plain lazy, and we did not uh, evolve enough to uh, t- to find something better than diapers and plugs. Uh, that is his exact words. Women uh, should have concentrated and made better products. So he decided that he was going to be inspired by lipstick. Because you know how, you know, you put on lipstick and then your lipstick together for like six to eight hours and you can't open them. All right. Um, Yeah. Sometimes I hear stories and it makes me believe in like the doctor from Human Centipede. Like when you think about it, like I used to like you look at these people and you go, this person is clearly a cartoon like outlier for this terrible horror movie created by monsters until you hear things like that, where the do- a chiropractor 
who thinks lipstick keeps your lips stuck together, wants to then apply that to vaginas to keep your period inside I of your body. I found it. Okay. okay. All right, we're ready. I'm ready. This is from his LinkedIn profile. His name is uh, Daniel Dops, uh, chiropractor from Wichita, Kansas. Be prepared. Mm-hmm. The product is called Menses, M-E-N-S-E-Z. Basically, men says. So we got to listen when the men says things. I don't know why he didn't catch that. Oh, because he doesn't talk to women. Uh, so men says feminine lipstick is a natural patented compound of amino acids and oil in a lipstick applicator that is applied to the labia minora and causes them to cling together in a manner strong enough to retain menstrual fluid in the vestibule above the labia minora where the vaginal open opening and the urethra exit. The menses compound is instantly washed away with urine, which releases the menstrual fluid along with the urine into the toilet every time a woman urinates. No pads or tampons are needed, safe, secure, and clean because he has never seen a a vagina or doesn't know that butts and openings I don't know. I would run he his car. I would run his car off the road. Just to be clear, I would run his car. Off. He needs to be stopped. Like that was a whole. That was a quote from him and his product. So he needs to be stopped. So I'm just letting you know that I don't. I don't consider him a viable person. Thank you. But what is crazy is he went on like a little Facebook rant where he wanted to put us bitches in our place for questioning his miracle product. I don't know if I could uh, do it justice because it's like a wallow text, but I it needs to be uh, given some attention again. So this is from the official Men Says Facebook page. Yes, I am a man and you as a woman should have come up with a better solution than diapers and plugs, but you didn't. Reason being, women are focused on and distracted by your periods 25% of the time making them far less productive than they could be. Women tend to be far more creative than men, but their periods that stifle them and play with their heads. Do you realize the most skincare products and makeup were developed by men? You said that menses sounds incredibly awful. It is not. Even though women are sensitive, uh, are uh, secretive, and try to hide the fact that periods can be gross, crusty, smelly, and incredibly awful. The period itself is none of that, but rather the diapers that women are forced to accept are gross and incredibly awful. No matter what color they make them or the cute names they give them, they are still diapers. And women have been duped into thinking that they are wonderful. Not true. With menses seals, 
mentis seals in the blood and fluids. They are sterile as long as they are inside the body. And all the grossness is from the leakage onto undergarments, the drying effect of air, and the bacteria contamination that comes along with inserting tampon plugs and pads. I realize that mensis is very different and may take time for some women to work through. My dream is to have women free of the distractions, the psychological issues that goes along with their periods and see what they developed. I'm sure that life will be better. Um, you end the show. I'm going to go run him off the road now. I'll, I'll see you next <laughs> week. I'm out of here. You end the show. See you guys. Yes. Uh, we have uh, a, a, a chiropractor. Uh, who's good at cracking backs in a science that many people believe should be banned because it kills people from time to time, uh, decided that uh, gluing your labia shut, uh, which, uh, pro tip guy, not everybody's labia is the same. Uh, not everybody's labial monora uh, could be glued shut. And I think he meant the labia majora because uh, that's the outer, you know, that's the, the taco shell. Uh, so I don't, I don't know if this guy has uh, seen a vagina, uh, nor do I think he's passed any type of medical class. Uh, I don't think he's passed basic biology because, uh, you know, that is everything about that is wrong. And, and if you're going to make a terrible product for uh, a segment of the population to fix a affliction in your uh, in your opinion, that you do not ever suffer from, uh, yet you're basically saying it makes us uh, crazy, and we're just so distracted by our darn periods that 25% of the time, you know, three to five uh, days out of uh, a month, it's apparently 25% of the time, uh, we're just so distracted by by that crazy uterus. And, and all the menses, we just we just can't get it together, which is why, like, we haven't invented anything. Uh, you know, all these uh, makeups, clearly not invented by women. Though, um, if you mosey on down to, like, even Wikipedia, you could see that, like, most makeup products, those were actually how uh, the first women millionaires came about. Uh, the, the people who were able to make beauty products uh you know coco chanel though she's a nazi so fuck her uh, let her roll in her grave um you know these fashion pioneers and beauty pioneers yeah a lot of them a lot of them are female identified so uh i'm sorry dr dops uh we won't be gluing our pussies shut and i'm pretty sure that we're still gonna get a lot of shit done you know women with those cranky periods, we've uh, put people on the moon, uh, developed uh, treatments for all kinds of cancers and diseases. And uh, you know what is even better? What a woman on her period never, ever, ever thought to do? Glue in her pussy shut to keep her period away. So yeah, this has been the inaugural first episode of the Cunt Cast podcast. I've been your host, Miss Najela Ree, and I was joined by Mr. Aaron Rand Freeman, and we hope you join us again and again, and I'll see you next Tuesday.